Hey there, and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimmick, and boy, is it hot here. <laughs> I got to tell you, it is, um, it, it's air, I'm in the air conditioning, so I can't complain about that. But it is, we were out in the car not too long ago, and the car was saying it was anywhere between 100 and 102. Now, I don't know how accurate but that that is, but it just it just makes me tired. So if I sound a little laid back today, that that's the reason. It's just because of the heat here. But thank God we have air conditioning in our house. I hope wherever you are, you're doing well. You're safe. You're not overheated. You're you know you're just you're just doing well. And and I'm glad to be with you here on the program. It's Wednesday. It's June the thirtieth, and we are. Uh, going to be talking about day three of week three of Give Up Worry for Good. And um, after we pray, I want to talk a little bit about some of the comments I've been getting. They've been fantastic. And once again, I'm going to, I'm going to be thanking you for all that you're doing to support me, both with your, uh, with your words, with your, with your financial contributions. I mean, I can't thank you enough. Um, so... I'll, I'll let the spirit lead me after after we pray, and we'll we'll see what um, we'll see what we want to talk about. But I, but I'm really glad you're with me. I'm really glad we're spending time together because I, I do think I'm supposed to say some things today, and I'm gonna gonna make it a point to say them. But let's pray first. Let's turn to our heavenly Father, who is always waiting to hear from us. Let's turn to Him in prayer as we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for being here for us today. Thank you for creating us. Thank you for um, your your constant presence in our lives. Thank you, Father, for, for taking care of our needs. You have taken care of all of our needs from the moment we were first conceived right up until the present time. So we are very grateful for that. I mean, how could we not be grateful for a Heavenly Father that provides for all of our needs? And Father... We know that Jesus told us that you would provide for our needs, but sometimes we we lose track. We lose track and um, let our problems get the best of us, become overwhelmed with our wanting to control our lives instead of turning things over to you. But we realize it's an ongoing process. Thank you for coming through for us and taking care of us. Thank you for the many examples that you give us throughout the pages of the Bible, of just how good you have been to your people throughout the ages. Father, we, we lift up our needs to you today. We, we turn to you. We ask you to provide for all of our spiritual and material needs. We ask you, Father, to uh, use us as your instruments to spread the good news, to console those around us who may be struggling. Father, I ask you to give me the words for the program today. Please give me the words and open all of our minds and all of our hearts to be receptive to your message. And we ask these things in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you so much for praying with me. I'm Gary Zimek. This is Following the Truth. Again, it's June the 30th. And um, the first thing I want to talk about today, we're going to talk about week three, day three of Give Up, Worry for Good. Um, it's a simple message today. It, it's a message having to do with Scripture, having to do with God speaking to us 
through Scripture, but I, I wanted to, to address a, a few other things. I, I got some unbelievable emails over the past few days from people who are going through the, um, the Give Up Worry for Good retreat with us, and um, I'm, I'm blown away. I am blown away by your kind words, and one of the things that I, that I hear repeatedly, and I'm really pleased that I hear this, is thank you, Gary, for showing your weakness. Thank you for being, being transparent, and thank you for leading us. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Now, it's, a, it, it's tricky because being a proud person, there's a tendency to want to show that I have it all together. But yet, being someone who is being used by God as his instrument, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time, I feel that I need to be honest and let you know the truth because I think that's how I can be most effective. To let you know that, yes, it works. If you pray, if you grow closer to Jesus, if you let the Holy Spirit work in you, if you turn to your Heavenly Father, you're going to experience a lot of peace in life. But I have to un- I have to explain also that somebody like me who can be proud, who can be stubborn, who can want to control every aspect of his life. Sometimes I fight against the Holy Spirit working in me. Sometimes I don't really want to follow Jesus, especially if he's asking me to take on a cross. And sometimes I want that peace without having to go through what's required to bring that peace about. I guess we're talking about the cross. It's that suffering sometimes. And sometimes that's necessary. So as a result, I don't always experience the peace that the Lord wants to send my way because I'm fighting him. And you need to know that. You also need to know, and, and look, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been, I've been really pondering this. I've been working on trying to experience peace. I've been reading. I've been writing. I've been doing things having to do with, well, what do we need to do to gain this peace? And and sometimes it just takes time. And I want to let you know, because the tendency for those of us, see, I know the mind of somebody who likes to be in control. Most warriors like to be in control. That's why we worry. And I think one of the most frustrating things for us when we like to be in control is having to wait. We don't like to wait. We would like to have things happen according to our time frame, which is immediate, right? We don't, we don't like to wait. But sometimes in order to bring about that peace in our lives, the Lord needs us to wait. He needs, us to, te- he needs to teach us something. And sometimes that requires waiting. And it, it's a process. It's something that gets better with time, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So if we let the Holy Spirit work in our lives, if we give the Holy Spirit permission to work in us, <coughs> one of the fruits, excuse me, that he brings about is patience in addition to peace. So not only does the Holy Spirit provide us with that peace that we're looking for, but the Holy Spirit can give us the patience that we need to wait for that process to, to, to bear fruit. You know, sometimes you get the patience to wait on the peace. 
you don't automatically get all of the fruits of the Spirit uh, fully ripe at the same time. Sometimes it takes a little time. So the most important thing that I think I can impress upon you is as we go through this eight-week process of giving up worry for good, is to encourage you to keep going, even if you're not pleased with the progress you're making. The progress is really a joint effort between you and the Holy Spirit. You can count on the Holy Spirit working, but sometimes we don't either cooperate or we try to get ahead of the Holy Spirit, and that becomes a problem. So I just urge you to be patient as we go through this. I mean, I am seeing good responses. I would expect... You know, I would expect that you will be seeing some results. You're going to feel like you're making progress. Take a little bit of progress and be grateful for it. Don't try to don't try to get ahead of the Holy Spirit. Don't think that you're going to break your habit of worrying overnight. You know, we've we've had a lot of experience with this, so it it doesn't necessarily fall away quickly or instantaneously. It does take time. But judging by the comments that I'm receiving, you're on the right track. So, so keep it up. And let's continue to do this one, one day at a time. There's a reason I made this an eight-week program. So that some of these habits can really become just that. Some of these virtues, I should say, should, or should be, become habits. And essentially, we want to eliminate the bad habit or the vice of worrying because it doesn't do any good. So in order to bring about that trust, that decision to trust, you know, it's either a decision to to worry or a decision to trust. We've got to reverse that tendency to worry and instead commit to trust. That takes time. So if you ever need any advice, if you ever need to reach out, please email me at gary at followingthetruth.com if you're struggling. I pray for you every day, and I encourage you to pray for everyone else who is making this retreat, including me. You know, I'm going through this too, and it's really helping me. And it's it's funny, I wrote this in my in my email reflection today, but it, but it's absolutely true. I wrote the book. I picked out the verses. I prayed about it, and I picked out the verses. I picked out the themes each week. I grouped them into themes. All of this was done by me, but yet I'm still benefiting from this retreat because the Lord is speaking to me through these Bible verses. And even through some of my own reflections that I had written a while ago, you know, these were written over a year ago, and, and to hear them again, is really eye-opening for me. So, even though I am very familiar, this book is mine, I put it together, um, letting the Lord speak to me at this point in time with those particular verses, with those particular themes, is is very powerful. Because that's one of the things that, even if you read the same Bible verse, even if you're very familiar with a certain Bible verse, but if you read it three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, things in your life will be different. So there's a good chance that verse can take on a new meaning, you know, when you read it at a different time. And I think that's what's what's happening in my life. I mentioned um, I'm struggling with some, I've been dealing with some accounting issues with um, essentially an error that was made in, on my taxes. And, and this is a, you know, it's a, 
it's a very frustrating thing for me because I had to have this talk with my accountant, uh, the guy who does my taxes, and you know, it's a, whenever you deal with things like this, they um, they they can get difficult because you know he's not overly anxious to admit that that he might have messed up, even though he kind of admitted it. But it was a you know, and we. I prayed about it before I had the conversation with him. Um, I, I I felt the effects of the pr- the prayers, but still, you know, there's that tendency. I'm a guy, and I tend to get. I'm a passionate guy, and uh, and sometimes, you know, you butt heads with people, and it, it gets a little challenging. But the good news is, we we stuck to the problem at hand. We talked about it. It's it's going to get worked out. It's not that big of a deal, but it's still frustrating. You know, these are the little things. And sometimes not little things that can trip us up. I got our clothes dryer today delivered today. That was uh, that was potentially a difficult situation to find a new clothes dryer that we could afford, and we were able to get that. And guys that hooked it up was, were really nice today. Apparently, the way it was hooked up before, again, you know, you trust people. Um, it was done in a way that was not the best way, and and the, the installers today did a good job fixing things, but. You know, these are the things that take away your peace. So, um, and I'm going to share something else with you because Matt Swain let the cat out of the bag today. And if you're if you're my Facebook friend, you already noticed today's my birthday. And, um, you know, and I tell you that because these these problems can can easily the problems we all have can take away your peace. I was not fully peaceful dealing with some of these situations over the past few days. But at the same time, as I sat down and through the grace of God, it started last night and today, reflecting back on what the Lord has done for me over my life, I am just so grateful. I I mean, I am just feeling gratitude, number one, because, you know, on your birthday, you start to think about this, this whole business of my parents cooperated with God. In creating me a new life, I mean that's just incredible. I'm grateful to my parents who are who are no no longer alive. I'm grateful to God for creating me. He didn't have to, but he did. You know, my parents didn't have to go along with God's plan. They did. They created me. They raised me. They provided for all of my needs. God provided, but through my parents when I was young. And, and I I just can't help but being grateful. I think of all the friends that have come into my life, many of which I am no longer in touch with, but man, did I have some some really good friends over the years. I think of the vacations we took when I was young. I think of um, going to, to Catholic school. My parents sent me to Catholic school. I think of them insisting that I went to go to church every Sunday, and I'm so thankful they did. I didn't really fight them for it because about it because I knew there was no option, you know. But when you're a kid, you just you just do it. But I'm so grateful they had me baptized. There's so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for meeting my incredible wife Eileen. And there were there were some possibilities if I made a couple job choices that I wouldn't have been in the area, and maybe that meeting didn't wouldn't have happened. But it did happen because it was God's plan. I'm grateful for our girls, Mary and Elizabeth, who were born premature with a 10% chance of being born alive. They're healthy, 23-year-old young women now. You know, I'm grateful for, after 30 years in the software industry, that the Lord 
placed in my heart the desire to grow closer to Him. And I listened. And that desire ended up getting me into full-time ministry, working for the Lord. I'm grateful for all of my publishers who have published the books I've written. I'm grateful for churches around the country and in Canada who have brought me in to speak. I'm just incredibly grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that I can do this show. I'm grateful for all your donations. So, you know, I think gratitude goes a long way. And I really feel the Spirit's leading me to overcoming these annoyances of life. This world's not perfect. You know, this is, uh, I've I've told my wife on many occasions when we've had this discussion, that this world isn't heaven. And I, and I think sometimes we try to make it heaven. In other words, we want everything to be perfect. Well, that, that's not going to be the case. However, I always, you know, when, when I was in my younger days, I wanted everything to feel good. I, would, I wanted the world to revolve around me. In fact, that's what I believed, that the world did revolve around me. That's the way I I, I really lived my life. Like, what can I do to make myself feel good today? But that's an impossible quest, you know, to always have your circumstances be favorable because that's not going to happen. But what I have learned is something even more powerful. That with the Lord in my life, with his constant presence in my life, and nothing could take that away, nothing will change that, It is possible to experience peace and to be able to rejoice at all times, like St. Paul recommends in in, uh, his uh, letter to the Philippians, because of the presence of God. And that's what we are doing here. We're learning that we can experience peace in this life, no matter what our circumstances are. Once we turn our lives, surrender our lives over to Christ, he will lead us to our Father in heaven. And he'll also help us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps us to really appreciate just how real Jesus and the Father are. So they all work together to bring about this this, this happiness in this life, even in the midst of problems. And I'm using the words happiness and joy interchangeably, or happiness and peace interchangeably, some people may argue happiness is a reaction, an involuntary reaction to circumstances, and that could be true, but I've also heard it used in a different way. So we'll use the word peace because I think that's safer. But that peace you're looking for, it's available in this life. It's available in the midst of problems. But sometimes you got to do a little digging, and that's what I found. That's what I've had to do over the past few days. And I guess you know the fact that my birthday just happened to fall in the midst of these things going wrong, um, it, it really helped me. And I believe the Holy Spirit helped me to reflect on all of the good things that God has done in my life. And, and you know, once this, this, feeling, this feeling of gratitude started coming on and I started thinking more and more about it, it's very hard to let these external problems weigh me down, even though they did. There were moments, but you know, it's sort of like a reaction. It's kind of like driving and you hit a patch of ice. Initially you skid and you panic, but then you hopefully get your bearings. I'm still working on that. I am not, I'm not good at driving on ice. 
but get your bearings and straighten the car out and know what you have to do to keep the car on the road. You know, that's what it is. But initially, you could still have this feeling of panic. So the, the basic thing I'm trying to tell you is hang in there. We're going to do this together. God willing, I'm going to be around for a long time. I'm going to, you know, for the rest of my life, this is my job to help others to grow closer to Christ and let them know that he can help them, especially when it comes to anxiety. And, and he really can help you. So take your time. Let's go through this day by day. And we're going to get through this. And I fully believe that by the end of this eight weeks, you're going to be in a much better place than when you started. How much better? I don't know for sure. But I almost can almost guarantee you will be in a better place. As long as you're doing the work, as long as you're letting the Lord speak to you, as long as you're doing your part to stay close to Him. Okay? And I might as well throw this in there as well. If you're able to get to an additional daily Mass throughout the week, that would be good. Prayer is important. The sacraments are important. The sacrament of confession is hugely important if you're able to do that. Um, Spending time in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament, really, really good thing to do in addition to the scripture and the meditations that we're doing. These are things that help. I go, I'm able to go to daily Mass every day, and I receive Jesus in, in Holy Communion, and that is a tremendous help to me. I need to be close to Him. The closer you are to Him, the easier this becomes, the easier it becomes to experience peace in life. The, um, the reflection for today is from Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Thy words were found, and I ate them, and thy words became a joy. To my, let me read this again. I messed that up. Thy words were found, and I ate them, and thy words became a joy. I messed it up again. What's wrong with me? Thy words were found, and I ate them, and thy words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. The, the sacred scripture has always been something, going back years and years, has always been something to me that was either boring or I thought uh, something that I could not understand. I've learned that's not the truth. You don't need to be a scripture scholar to be able to understand and to hear and understand God speaking to you through the Bible. Now, what I will say this, what, what I will say is this, is that um, he can speak on many different levels. He will speak to you and meet you where you are. And that's why like a, a book like Give Up Worry for Good, I, I think it is good for, it's, it's good for people who don't, who aren't familiar with the Bible, as well as people who are familiar, because I pick out certain verses, and these verses are going to appear, appeal to Scripture scholars too, maybe on a different level, maybe not, but God speaks to us where we are. He meets us where we are. The Bible is understandable, but you will not understand everything in the Bible, and that's okay. Let the Holy Spirit work with you. Let the Lord speak with you and and ask for help. Ask the Holy Spirit to inspire you, to help you understand, and, and take away a single message. Like today, we're looking at Jeremiah saying, My, Thy words were found, and I ate them. And thy words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. 
as we've been we've been reading scripture every day in this give up worry for good retreat and as we continue to do so what you're going to find is you're going to find the lord speaking to you and that will bring some degree of peace and you can rejoice the natural reaction is to rejoice at god's intervention in your life because that's what ha- what's happening he's speaking to you he's giving you advice he's helping you to deal with the things that are weighing you down, the worries, you know? So I think that's really important for us to remember, and we're going to continue to look at God's Word in sacred Scripture as we move forward. And we're only in week three, so we still got over five weeks to go. And I don't say that as a bad thing. I say that as an encouraging word. Like, we're just getting started. If you don't feel you're making enough progress, relax. We've got time. We're going to do this. We're going to do it gradually. And I know it works because it works in my life. And it works in the lives of so many people who I've been able to encounter over the past 10 years in full-time ministry. And many others who I've heard about. If you read the Bible on a regular basis, which is what we're doing each day here, you're going to be changed. If you want to be changed. And I think the fact that we want to give up worry is an indication that we want to be changed. Jesus said that we shouldn't worry. So we're doing what he wants us to do. And he's speaking to us through the pages of the Bible. And he will continue to do so. Okay, so if you have questions, email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com and, uh, and I would be happy to answer. I try to keep up with all my emails that for some reason... I don't manage to get back to you. Don't hesitate to email me again because every now and then one one slips through the cracks. And the same way with the donations. When you donate to my ministry, I always make it a point to send you a personal email back. If you don't hear from me, it's always a good idea to check in and say, Hey, Gary, just wondering. I sent you a donation and I, and I didn't hear from you just to make sure that, uh, that I did get the chance to acknowledge you. Again, it almost... I, I I have missed emails. I really tried to make it a point not to do that. Okay. Once again, as we bring this to a close, I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for your financial contributions. Please continue to keep them coming if you can throughout the summer. It would really help to keep my ministry afloat. And, and the prayers are hugely important for me and for anybody making this give up worry for good retreat. God willing, I plan to be back here tomorrow on the program. If you're in an area of the country that is over. Over, and you're being overwhelmed by this tremendous heat, make sure you do your part. Stay hydrated. Stay out of the of the, the heat, if at all possible. Check up on those who might be struggling, who might not have air conditioning. You know, um, just, just let's take care of one another, okay? Uh, again, thank you, and I look forward to being back with you here again tomorrow on Following the Truth. Have a wonderful night. Thanks again. And remember, you're going to get through this. And this is going to work. Don't lose patience. All right? God bless you. Talk to you next time.